Good morning, everyone. A bit of a delayed morning here on the sports desk. I'm a bit out of breath. I don't know about you boys, but like, I'm puffed. It's the same Monday crew as usual, listeners. Don't worry. You, you heard the voice of Jimmy there. Michael's here panting. I'm Jason, who typically does some camera operating to give you some social media content. But if you were at our Instagram earlier this morning, you would know bit of chaos erupted here at RMIT University, Jimmy. Just, just so everyone knows... This is not Monday. It is Friday. It is Friday, Friday but Sam is currently Mon- in Adelaide. But the Monday team is doing Friday. So don't think, oh, my brain's in a loop and I've missed the weekend. <laughs> it's Friday. It's Friday. Jimmy is here Mate, live in the studios and we are all exhausted. Oh, my God. Wow. Um, just, just for context, RMIT has a record of false fire alarms and that is what we believe. However, when we did walk into the building, we did smell a ham and cheese aroma, so there could be a student at large here that doesn't know how to use a toaster or, or a microwave for that for or that a faulty note. microwave. Faulty microwave. Or. There is a culprit around and we will hopefully get some breaking news at the end of the show as to who it might have been. But as we know, whenever the fire brigade come out, <laughs> there's quite a fair fine. So, you, sorry, RMIT. Can you paint a picture for us of what, what actually happened? Well, right. we, we were in the studio. We were getting ready for the show. James was legging it from his parking spot. Yeah. And all of a sudden, we just hear a, I was sitting, an, yeah, I was an announcement. Yeah, I was in the exact same spot where Jimmy is sitting right yes. now, setting him up so he had his clock ready, had his uh, music tunes tuned up. We were queuing it all up, and uh, you were doing a bit of your business on your laptop, as you usually do. I've never seen you not busy in the few months that I've known you. But um, eventually we started kind of just shooting the breeze a little bit. We were talking about our old school heritages and heritage. That that was kind of what was being discussed, Jimmy. And then all of a sudden we just hear some faintly beep beeps. They became more faint. It was like beep, 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 beep. And as the beeps continued to grow. And it grew louder. There was an anticipation. Oh, no. There was an expectation. What next? Do we stay and perish with the fire? Are we like the violinists on the Titanic, James? Do we go down with the ship, doing a proud show of the sports desk? Or do we evacuate and see the other's light of day, see the other side of it all? And that was when we knew we had to get out. And then came the whoop whoop. Whoop, 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 This whoop, is an evacuation. Whoop. Please evacuate the building immediately. Immediately. Take take note. Keep your belongings. You Push need, anyone to the side. And then we had the fire wardens. We Save had the fire number brigade. one. We saw the fire trucks going past. And then we run into Jimmy on the street who had been legging it into the studio. And he goes, well, boys. How are we doing? <laughs> How do you do? <laughs> the most nonchalant. And from the burning inferno, inferno we rescued a few babies. <laughs> Jumped onto a mattress. And we mean babies, we mean baby chinos. Yes, baby chinos. And now, Order of Australian Medalists here on the show. Thank you very much. And that's the heroics of the sports desk on a Friday morning. Thank you very much. Now on to the real heroes this weekend in sport. All right, wow, now with Jimmy, that intense that was, music oh, over, that. We, that can now, we can now resume our locally scheduled program into the sports desk. Uh, we've got a big weekend of sport today and a big week of sport that's happened. Uh, but first, I feel like we go to the AFL because AFL is, uh, <laughs> you know... We're a week away from the Commonwealth Games here, Jimmy. Come but, on. But, but, it, it's, but it's footy. We save it for the main event. But it's footy. All right. We're gonna we're gonna run through the get the rounds the rounds the games and then give our reviews previews and whatever you wanna call them tonight 
one big match. Now, Ooh. this this on the tipping uh, spectrum of the <laughs> sports desk has been divided. Richmond versus Fremantle, eighth versus fourth at the Marvel Stadium. We all know that uh, Damian Hardwick loves to play at Marvel Stadium, uh, especially <laughs> against Fremantle. And uh, Fremantle have got a <sighs> average record at Marvel, and so did mm. Richmond. So they're twinning tonight. I mean, I hope they rock up in matching suits because that'd be cute. Uh, look, I, I tipped uh, Freo. I think they're going to get over the line in this. I honestly think that they're going to be too strong. But I don't know. What do you boys think? Well, Jimmy, I, it's been promoted throughout the week that this is retro round, and I just want to get your confirmation. Is this retro round? It looks yes. like it. It looks like it. There's a lot of yes. there's a lot of clubs coming out, like the, the Western Bulldogs. They've got a really good one. Remember the collared one with the dog on. Yeah, the, that's that, that. Isn't that ninety? Is that ninety? That's the nineties. The ninety like that one. All um, I remember is a little man called uh, Tony Liberatore running around with a. And kicking the goal that he thought he kicked and jumping into the people's arms and celebrating. But he missed it. Unlucky, mate. That, that you pretty, know what? Hey, at least your son won a premiership. Hey, very yeah, good. Very true. Uh, another name I could think of, Brad Johnson. Oh, big Brad Johnson. Mr. Smiles. Mr. Smiles. I love it. Missing the banana in the semi or prelim, whatever it was. I can't quite remember the year. It was 20, 2008, something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. The missing banana. That's yeah, a, they, that's yeah. a, they try their hardest in the prelims in the 2000s, but they just didn't get there. Yeah. But it's good to see the look back. I actually, yeah, yeah, I actually yeah, miss yeah, their I, old I, logo, too. The old logo that they do have on their old... Yeah, it's, it's nice. Yeah, I do they, miss that one. Well, the, the new... they rebranded, they won a premiership. Well, that's, it, well, that's it. The rebrand was actually from when they last won their premiership before, before 2016. That was um, 1954. So 1954. potentially they might be thinking, let's let's just let's just put it all out there. Let's let's rebrand again. And who knows? We might have some luck. I, I would have liked to see the Marvel, the, the, the Thor jumper come oh, back, you know, for, for the finals. <laughs> Yes. I think that would have been. That was great. That was that was awesome. That was really really good. That, of course, that was the night where they they changed the name to to was, Marvel Stadium. Yes. So that was that was very historic. But yeah, if you're gonna have retro round, I'm just gonna put it on the radar. You gotta have the classic games though. You gotta have the classic games. So you've got to you've got to take it back. You've, you're probably gonna have North on a Friday night. Dare I say? Because they were the pioneers of Friday night. So yeah. that's sort of no, the that's retro fair. That's fair. the retro style. But you've got to have the jumpers a little bit like um, Sir Doug Nichols round. You've got to have it for every single team if you're gonna do yeah. retro. Because I think Geelong, they had their retro round a couple of weeks ago against Melbourne. I'll tell you what, so it's I, very loved inconsistent. Ge- I love Geelong's kit. That was one How of good. the best. Shout out to Cottonon. They did that, a great that was fantastic. job. They did a great job. Little finer details. Just, you know, like they had buttons on the, uh, like little printed buttons yeah. on the collar that weren't actually buttons. And the, the stitches. Oh, Everything. And, but like, brilliant. that was the thing that every single stitch on the jersey looked like it was a woolen jumper. Absolutely. Fantastic. And like some had the, the, the actual string as well that yeah. they had to tie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Long socks. Great time. I missed the long sock. Yeah. Miss and long sleeve jumpers too. Well, I, I think oh. they've stayed around, haven't they? A few, a few pioneers kept. I don't the, think they're uh, coming back. Yeah, I, I honestly do not mind a uh, long sleeve jumper. Oh, they but could, they? who are we tipping? Richmond, Fremantle. Who are we going? Richmond. I actually, I, I went Fremantle all the way from home. I feel yeah. like they've got more to play for here. If, if they're if Absolutely. they're dead set serious about a top four finish, which they have not had in a very long time, these are the games that they've got to win. Richmond Mate. have been. 
they, they've been shooting themselves in the foot. We spoke about it, didn't we, Jimmy, on, on Monday's show? We absolutely show, did. About Richmond killing Richmond, and it is absolutely correct. They've got the ability to win every single game they've came up against this year, but they've squandered opportunities in the fourth quarter, and they've just absolutely faded out, made some very uncharacteristic errors, but they are starting to become characteristic. Absolutely. And that is the big issue. Well, oh, look. you're making me want to change my mind now. <laughs> no, you, you make a reasonable point, and I think 2015 would have been the year the last time Frio would have been contenders around the top four. Maybe yes, 2014, so. definitely. Grand Finals yes, 2013. 2013. So that's been a, they have had a slump the last few years. It's good to see them back in a, in a prominent position. Oh, you're convincing me. No, 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 no. You've got to stick with Richmond. I'll stick with Richmond then. It does feel like a safe bet at Marvel. It does, but look, the reason I went with Fremantle... To an extent. Collingwood are breathing down their necks. Yeah, They are scared. They are. Because if they're not playing the best footy they've played this season, and they've played better footy in the first half of the season, and Collingwood have got this late charge, they're eight on the trot, they got the Dons this week, they could easily win that and go nine. They probably will too, but... I don't, that's the thing, though. You don't know. That, that game is going to be probably the best game of the round because of just how open it's going to be. Collingwood have got a lot to play for. Watch if they it. win and Richmond win tonight... That's huge for them. Yeah, Top four out of nothing. Not even having contention to make finals are all of a sudden going nine in a row. I honestly think Fremantle are going to win because they've got too much to play for and Richmond have got nothing to play for apart from making the seven or eighth spot where they're going to have to verse fifth and make the hard way through finals. Uh, but again, that's just their opinions. Just just quickly, look at the, looking at the teams, Ivan Soldo back in for the Tigers. That's a big in for them. Big because he is a very tall man, but also big in because he will do a lot around the ground for them. Jake Arts is admitted after that 30-metre blunder that he had in the North Melbourne game, and Josh Gibkus admitted as well. But in for the Fremantle Dockers, Liam Henry. He's very exciting. Alex Pierce back into that back line where he belongs. Out, Travis Collier omitted. Ethan Hughes, the Medi-Sub, and Rory Lobb is injured. Fascinating to see what hair Rory Lobb brings back next week. He's, he's had the blonde locks. I don't know if you guys have liked it. Reminded me, if you're a Rocky fan, Rocky IV, the, the Russian oh, guy, reminds me exactly of him. Exactly. And Rocky also IV, the year where Rocky yes. Balboa solved the Cold War. It was. It was. We he might need him. It. We might need him back for Ukraine potentially. But I tell you, I tell you, <laughs> tune in to represent for that. What, I tell you what. He also reminds me. I don't know. Um, Batman fans out there. Um, was it was it the Riddler that uh, oh. Jim Carrey played? It's got a little bit of that as well. So Rory Lobb, couple of lookalikes, <laughs> indeed. But Jimmy, uh, it's gonna be gonna be hopefully a good clash. I'm excited. I'm gonna excited. Be, gonna be uh, good. I tell you what, also it. it's gonna be a good clash. I think because a lot of us have tipped the opposition team that a lot of people won't think. North Melbourne and Hawthorne. Ah uh, yes. Right at Blundstone Arena, which I think's North's basically gonna be their home in the next couple of years. They might relocate. Um, you know, because that. Honestly, North Melbourne and Polly. Actually, these two teams are either one who might get relocated if Tassie want to bring in a team and they don't bring in a 19th team. So, this is the battle of the Tasmanian teams at Blundstone Arena. 145 tip off, because uh, it is a tip off. You know, <laughs> it, 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 you know the it first is. bounce and you go like to the tip off. Like uh, I've tipped North Melbourne into this, and I know Sammy has. Don't know about. Pat, I don't think he's... I don't think Paddy's tipped... Uh, Paddy? Yeah, who's he going Pat, for? He's Pat, went for the Hawks. Paddy went Hawthorne. No, mate, come on. What are you doing with your life? <laughs> <laughs> Look, North are in some good form, aren't Hawks they? are favourites going into it. Uh, no, look, only change for North is uh, Charlie Lazaro. Obviously, he's a medi sub. He's out. And Jack Gunston's in for uh, CJ and Jacob Kaczynski. So that's the only ins and outs for Hawthorne and North. 
So I think North are kind of doing the if it ain't broke, don't uh, don't fix it. Yeah. Because if they're winning, if they're winning like this and knocking off Richmond like last week, oof, mate, I don't know. I reckon honestly, I reckon North are going to win this, and you'd be stupid not to tip them just because <laughs> the typical North Melbourne fashion that happens. I'm being, being serious. Yeah. Like the North Melbourne fashion when their coach leaves and they have an interim coach and they actually like to play for their other coach because, funnily enough. A lot of clubs like their assistant coach more because they get on better terms with them yeah. and they're more afraid to talk to the head coach so they get on with the assistant coach better. So, it's a really good point. But it, it, It's truth, though. It, there's a lot to that. Absolutely. Uh, I, In saying all that, I've tipped Hawthorne. Look, I liked their game last week against West Coast, albeit on an MCG, albeit West Coast, probably looking more forward to the end of the season than most other clubs. So, you know, probably in that manner, you know, may have not got the best read on both sides. But, yeah, looking at those outs, I mean, you know, Jaff's a great player. Jacob Kaczynski's done enough uh, this season as well. You're absolutely spot on. But I just think the maturity of Hawthorne, the way they've played this season, they've been impressive in a lot of their wins. And they've probably been one of the better top, or should I say bottom six sides in the comp. So, you know, they'll, 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 still, be, they'll still be playing for a lot of pride here. But, yeah, North... <laughs> If, if North can continue that form, James, then it'll be pretty impressive to see what kind of upsets they create this season. But I am going to go Hawthorne here, and uh, I'm going to tip them by a couple of goals. So that just leaves me now, doesn't it? It does. I think you might be the deciding vote. Righto. So there is, uh, I like to live by certain philosophies, you know. Uh, yes, when yes. I sat in the very seat that I'm sitting in right now last week with Sam, sitting by his phone, reading out North Melbourne versus Richmond, and before he could get a word in, I just went Richmond. You did, you Fair did. Enough. That was very I did funny. Do that. Yes, there were certain reasons as to why I did that, but I'll keep the illusions of radio afloat and, uh, and keep that to myself. However, there's a certain philosophy I'd like to adopt right now, and that is I'd rather be happy than right. Mm. Yep, fair enough. When I tuned in to... I was coming home from work. I t- popped on the radio. It was North Melbourne versus Richmond, and uh, Cam Zerha went on a roll. He kicked five goals, and they were up at half time. And I'm going... Really? This is what's happening? (laughs) North Melbourne are beating Richmond comfortably? What? I got home, saw the end of it. I saw Cam Zerha kick that seal, and I celebrated that win more than I did any of Essendon's wins this year. So I'm going to... I'd rather be happy than right. I got that wrong by tipping Richmond, but I was very happy that I did get that wrong. So this time, (laughs) I want North Melbourne to pull me through, baby. Fair enough. Come on, North. Come on, the Roos. Come on, the Shinbones. North Melbourne for us. Uh, There you go. One more game before we head to a song break. Sydney Swans, Adelaide Crows, 145 SCG. Two games at 145, stupidly. Wow, I'm shocked about that. fixturing is just... That's rubbish. Uh, Tony (laughs) Changes for Sydney is... uh, Harry Cunningham out as the medical sub and James Rowe medical sub. So no changes for Gee, both teams. It's very rare that you see that in a that, game of that's footy. That's two in a row that are no changes, wow, actually. So that's uh, wow. interesting. Oh, and funnily enough, Geelong in the next game have no changes. So there you go. They're confident. Who knows? Uh, I am going with this one with Sydney. You'd be dumb not to, I think. Uh, at yes, the SCG, yes, Sydney. <laughs> yeah, Sydney's just a bit of a powerhouse when it comes to picking off the, uh, the the teams in the lower ladder and they're going to make a late charge for finals. They're going to stick in that sixth posse. I reckon most of them will move up his fifth. Uh, big surprise there. I, big, n- not big call, but I reckon if Freo continue this yeah. average run of form, they will be sixth. Uh, Agreed. Collingwood fourth, Sydney fifth. 
Yeah, I still think Sydney are going to finish top four. But then again, that doesn't matter because but if they finish fifth or sixth, that's still a home elimination final. Exactly. So that doesn't matter at all. And I think Sydney can do a lot of damage once they get to the finals. And Chad Warner's been one particular player who's really stood out. You could see just the way he was embraced by you know the head coach, John Longmire, over the weekend because that was a, a crucial win for Sydney. Their, their run home is quite favourable, and that's why I'm still quite confident that they can finish top four. However, they sure. have been pretty inconsistent this year at times. You know, they dropped a game to the Gold Coast when the Gold Coast were out of form. They dropped a game to Essendon at the MCG. So we do know that they can have these fade-outs, but they've got a a lot to play for. Still a safe bet to say they'll be finishing fifth or sixth. Yeah, without a doubt. I think so. Uh, How many points, we reckon? Because this one could be a blowout. It could be. I reckon this is 50-plus. Because you often see it with with young sides when when they... put up a really good fight and they fall short, like what Adelaide did last week against Collingwood, it can deflate them. Oh, yeah. And they might just... The floodgates might open. It could be just they've got no legs for the rest of like, for the, this game. Because if they play their hearts out last game, they just got pipped at the post. They could be flat. They could be a bit out of legs. Mm. Training might have been tough this week because no one likes probably rocking up on a Monday morning after a loss like that. Uh, especially with Collingwood, because exactly. oh, mate, if they if they knocked off Collingwood, that's a, that'd be a huge win. Huge. Uh, but look, I think the genuine consensus is that everyone's going with Sydney, and with that, we're going to dedicate our first song to people who are at Splendour in the Grass this weekend. <laughs> because uh, yes, it's been a tough week, hasn't it? Look, I feel bad for you, but then again, like it's just yuck. Bring your bathers. Bring your bathers. Bring your wellies. This is the Strokes who are headlining, actually. Uh, so. Get around it. I call the sports desk on your Friday. Reptilia by the strokes. You're on the sports desk on scene on your Friday morning. Hadn't heard that in a while, Jimmy. Thanks for playing that. Yeah, no that was worries. great. And that was what dedicated to everyone who drove 16 hours, especially my three or four best mates who drove that 16-hour drive up to uh, Byron and not getting into the campsite even after waiting wow. from 4 p.m. yesterday. So they've gone back home. Full story for you boys and sort your crap out, Splendor, because oh that's God. just not on. Uh, BYO rafts. On it, that, honestly, it's terrible. It's, it's so like, bad. I know this is a port show, but we're very music orientated. We are, in, we are absolutely. In, and that's just oh yeah. next level bad. Yeah. There's like, I've, I've been on Twitter all night about it and people are saying, oh, the SES might get called in because of flooding and whatnot, because it's just literal mud. And if you want to be sleeping in mud for three days, well, I can tell you what, you're going to come back with an ammonia. So. You don't want that. It's just terrible. It is just terrible. Um, I was about to say all jokes aside, but this is a joke. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Tommy's a joke in itself. I was going to say, have you seen that sport, Jimmy, overseas? I I think it might be in in Scotland or something. Is it the chasing the cheese? The chasing the cheese one. I think they've got to get opportunistic here and get some of those international sport titles in there. They've already got great international artists coming through. Why don't they get the roll of cheese? Why don't don't you get... Look, (laughs) I mean... Look, people in Victoria can only listen to this, so I feel bad for them. Yes, yeah, right. For sure. But Unless what you're on if? Radio. Yeah, correct. Yeah, very true. Right? Shout, shout out. out to anyone. Who's shout listening. out. Shout out. Shout out to anyone who's listening at Splendor. I love you. I don't even oh know. Oh my but I love god! You. If um, you're bored, if you're bored, I've got a new podcast out actually called Great Metal Standoff: Pantera versus Gojira. See, Gojira. Right. see, yeah. see? Yeah. mate. Yeah, did gumboot throwing. Why gumboot you gumboot throwing? throwing? Gumboot throwing would be good. packet of Dorito throwing. <laughs> Dorito. Uh, what else? One of the big party size ones. 
Uh, ruining your campsite the quickest. Yeah, I think <laughs> that winner, one. The uh, winner just gains a bit of dignity. Yes, I think <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, a good a one. that's a good one. I feel like I can I can hear Sam in Adelaide just saying, "Get back to the sport for goodness sake." So let's get back to the next game <laughs> here. Jimmy. On. Alrighty, uh, Port Adelaide versus the Catters, eleventh oh, versus goodness. first. Uh, obvious favourites in Geelong. Oh, Saturday Arvo, late Arvo, four yes, four thirty five at. Uh, mate, it's great. I love it. Saturday Arvo, late Arvo, twilight at uh, at the Adelaide Oval. Not so many changes, only uh, Jed McKenty and is in for Riley Bonner and Jackson Med, who have both been omitted for Port Adelaide, and Sam Menangola is injured. So he's the only one Menangola. out for the Cats. Great. I'm happy with this. I love this because Geelong aren't going to fix anything. They're playing well. They are. I reckon I reckon easily they could, they could uh, keep first. And it could be a disappointment for Melbourne. Like, oh, we did finish first. Oh, where's my cheese platter? I'm going to go back to Mount Hotham. <laughs> They're going to finish on top of the ladder of John Windy, so yeah, get, I'm going to back mm, that get in. Get your four-day ski pass out. Tell you what, it's not worth it. Um, <laughs> Geelong are clear winners here. Geelong are clear winners here. I'm sorry, but you just got to say it. And if it's not, you know, if, if it's not going to You'd rather be happy anyone, than right. 100%. Yes, that's the theme for today. If you well, don't we're, all, want... we're all about the home, the home truce here on the sports desk, and, and that's another good uh, one. So the traumatic events of being evacuated uh, from the yes, fire, fire. fire evacuation uh, this morning. So we're a bit, we're a bit blunt today. Yes, so we are. We haven't bit... had our coffees, so just uh, yes. bear with us. Geelong for me. Michael? Yeah, look, look, pretty simple Geelong for me as well, but, uh, you know, just shedding some light on the past here. Gee, last time I think Geelong were playing Port Adelaide at this ground, it would have been that, I think, that qualifying final where Port Adelaide absolutely blitzed Geelong, and it yes. was a dirty night for Tom Hawkins, who yeah, I feel like he'll be, he will be out for a bit of bit of revenge, I believe, and, uh, yeah, this is this is a bit of a reap. I know they played earlier in the year at GMHBA Stadium, but, you know, they I think Port... Port pushed him in that game, and it was it was a bit of a nervous a nervous game for uh, Geelong at the time because I think yep. Fremantle had, had bet them at home. So, look, I think a pretty comfortable win here for for Geelong. They Geelong being Geelong, you're right. They may not change too much, but they might they might tweak with a few parts of their oh, game. Yeah, just see it. just see you know if they can they can have some final moments and stuff I feel like, like that. That's what Chris got the best at though. That is, he's, he's rotating the lineup without having to change it. Yeah. Uh, random fact for you. Yeah, I like this. In the last five. Six appearances, no, five appearances that they've played. Uh, it's been win loss, win loss, win loss for both teams. So they've only won mm. one and then fo- lost the following appearance. So if, if history wants to repeat itself, Port Adelaide are winning. If that's the case, the danger game. I'm, so, I'm detailing Michael's comments yep. about Geelong. Yep. So I'll, All yep. right, respect Geelong, Geelong, Geelong. Now this is the uh, <laughs> what do they call it? The Q clash. Is that's it, what, is that's exactly Q-clash? what they it call it. It is the Q-clash. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, Brisbane versus the Gold Coast Suns. Interesting. Uh, if you're at Byron Bates, Splendor, go to the Gold Coast for a weekend <laughs> because that's, uh, well, you know, why not? It's only up the road. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> go to go to the RM Williams rodeo. Yeah, it's got the road. Why not? <laughs> two, May as well. Yeah. If you got if you got time off, we'll just go. Two-hour drive. Uh, the ins and outs for Brisbane. We've got Marcus Adams, Jared Berry, Oscar McInerney. Daniel Rich, I love that oh, man. He's Dane a... Zorko, all in, and Nakia Cockatoo, uh, Keaton Coleman, Darcy Fort, Tom Fulton, Jack Payne, and Harry Sharp, all injured, omitted, whatever you want to call them. Uh, and for Gold Coast, uh, Jai Farrar, Elijah Hollands, Darcy McPherson, and Jeremy Harper in. For Jared Bowes, Sam Day, Braden Farini, 
uh, Oleg Markov. Oli Markov, yeah, it is. It's it's oh, it's Oli, the G song. Hey, Oli Markov, very nice. Quago Paul Oea admitted the uh, that guy from Papua New Guinea from the Pathways. Papua New Guinea. How good! I love it. Oh, I love it that he just, came just through. Just an excitement machine. It's so good to see his family coming down to the Gold Coast and and watching that first game of his as well. Elite. And, yes, and and I think Alex Davies as well. I think his grandfather came from Japan to watch him play. So I, I do like the sort of the family values that that uh, the Gold Coast the Gold Suns Coast are putting are, um, up an absolute instilling. show up there. They and are. It it's wouldn't great. surprise me if they won. Like, I'd like them do actually. They're they're coming off quite a big loss last week. They are. That, that was. was Significant, yeah, big, and that would deflate their confidence. Uh, but look, I'm going Brisbane. You can't, really, really can't not. Saturday night at the Gabatoire. Uh, you just, yeah, Gabatoire. I like that one. Who is going to be the one going through that? Because it's like an abattoir for away teams. They just get absolutely gabatoire. rolled. Yep. it's just ah, honestly, nice I think it's it, it's it's a cauldron up there. It is. Uh, it is. A so big yeah, hundred percent. I I think Brisbane. You boys, I want Gold Coast to win a bit now. Brisbane. Yep. You know, it's funny that you mentioned um, talking about Splendour in the Grass, people coming from the festival, coming down and watching this game. Go to, <laughs> I tell you, up I, to Brisbane. I tell, you what, I tell you what, you will not have to go to Movie World or any of the theme parks because the Gold Coast Suns have had a roller coaster of a season. Aye. There you go. There you, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say Hunterific. I'm going to say it. Uh, but Brisbane Lions are winning this one for me, and it's been a pretty impressive fortnight for them since that Bit of a shock loss to Essendon, I suppose. So, yep. yeah, it's a, it, it's good good that the Lions are backing up now and they've if they really want a top-two spot, they've got to win these games. Going on to the last match of Saturday night fixtures, we've got the grand final rematch in Western Bulldogs hosting Melbourne at Marvel, 7.25. Melbourne going into this favourites. I've tipped Melbourne. I think they're going to win this. Uh, I think they'll win this comfortably. I don't think that the astronaut coming in for uh, Western Bulldogs will do anything more than what it would do, you know, at a, at a standard game. And I think Melbourne's just going to have that extra edge. Clary Oliver's back in, uh, and Harrison Petty as well. Both extremely good players. Uh, I feel like Clayton Oliver's one of those players who gets touches, but he doesn't too, get too many metres gained. And if you know the sports, that's, you know me. You I love, love my metres gained. gained. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so, yeah, look, that's going to be a big in for them. I think they're going to win this 25 points. Yeah, like I like the accurate prediction there. Come on, Jason, give us a margin. Give us a you want give us a team. I want a margin. A margin. Okay. Well, I think I'm going to join Jimmy with uh, Melbourne because Western Bulldogs. That's their Achilles heel. And does this is this going to ruin their finals hopes? Is this going to mark them out of the eight? If should they lose this one, you think? I mean, we'll, we'll talk about the last game of the round pretty soon, and and the ramifications of the result of That's that. A big but one. Uh, so that this this will if if the dogs win this, I think it'll make it hard for other teams to, right, to even okay. get into that ninth and, and eighth spot potentially. Richmond obviously a lot pens on them as well, but yeah, if if they lose this, I think it'll right. be very difficult I'll for the stick, dogs. Yeah, I'll stick with Melbourne anyway. And if you want a margin from me, I'll go 33, 33 right. points. Say something Save like that. Six goals, three points. Beautiful. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna uh, I think this one's going to be a bit closer, but I think, yeah, as, as you mentioned, it'll blow out towards the end. I'm going to say uh, even 18 points, you know, three goals. Three goals, three I, I think the dogs will play well. I think Marcus Bontempelli's in some serious form now. He's, he's really found that. But, yeah, look, the, the scarring of losing a grand final, I just wonder what that's going to what that's going to do. And yes. losing the, green, the rematch after that at the start. Exactly. Yeah. Underwhelming year. They'll have an edge about them, hopefully, going into the game. Then again, it's though. It's going to be... Then again... The Melbourne team we saw round one, that was insane. Incredible, like, you're right. That this was a very different side. A very clean match of footy. Compared to now, they're two different sides. Right. 
Melbourne have definitely kind of dampened on it. They're not the team that they were round one. Mm. I think that might have been the premiership kind of honeymoon period yep. where they came out and they're still a good team, but they played as well as they did in the grand final. They haven't played as well as they did in the grand final That's in the last. Point. So they're not 10, upping 15. their intensity. I don't think so. If it wasn't right. for Cosy Pickett last week, I don't think. Hundred percent. I don't Mark think they'd be winning that game. Exactly right. You're you're going to get a lower team, but then again, the Western Bulldogs have fallen so far down now compared to last season. They're not mm. the team they were. Both teams aren't the team they were last year, or even in the first couple of rounds. Not even saying the Western Bulldogs played that good footy, but they're not the same team in terms of the way that they move the ball. Melbourne are going to win this. I think they'll win it, yeah, three-plus easily. Can I just quickly say as well, it, it has been uh, it has been pretty well documented throughout the week, but um, Bailey Fritch has got a bit of an issue, um, particularly at start of matches, about um, being unselfish near goals. I think he's had opportunities to set up some of his teammates in much better positions, and the Demons in general have been really good at this, but there was there was another occasion on the weekend where I think Bailey Fritch, he, he had an open open goal. He, he, had, he had someone that he could have set up, and he chose to go himself, and he, he, he you know, missed pretty <laughs> woefully. Someone's been watching Cameron Mooney's clangers on the <laughs> <laughs> and there's a few of them, but I think he's just got to, he's just got to get back to like he's a great set shot. If you have a set shot, go for it. But you if you've got teammates in space, yep. you've got to give it off um, because that's that's going to create a bit of a a bit of a you know a, a domino effect in your with, within your four walls where players are just going to be. Uh, not resentful of you, but they're gonna they're gonna not be as as willing to give the ball to you at times. I think as well, and that can have a bit of a stale effect around the club. So, look, I'm sure everything's pretty rosy within the four walls of the demons. We're, we're probably just looking into kind this too much, a bit rosy. But look, I think he's just got to get back to you know looking to hand that ball off and, and not trying to kick bags of six or seven. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Moving on to. First of these Sunday games, we'll wrap through these very, very quickly. Uh, Carlton versus the Giants at Marvel. One ten, oh, Marvel Carlton. Yeah, hundred percent. You gotta, you gotta get down to this if you're a Carlton supporter. I like, agree. Just get down to if this. If you game. don't, you're not a fan because. Come on, man. We we were at the we we're at the Gold Coast game on the weekend, James. And I've got to be honest. Like I know I know COVID is is still well and truly around, and people are a little bit skeptical. And you know it's winter, but. 21,000 at the game on yeah. Sunday, and Essendon won convincingly. Come on, you know, fans, you've got to get down to this game. I was game. expecting a bit more. To I was too. I was expecting, you know, maybe 30, 35, 30. but not 21. Capacity is, what, 40? Yeah, it is. It is. Probably, is 40. probably 44 as well. Yeah, they, could, they could stretch it with standing room. So, standing, yeah. Yeah, I reckon, pretty disappointing. I reckon 30 would have been a... If, if they don't get 30 this week for Carlton, disappointing. Very disappointing. So, like, one, one o'clock's a perfect time for families, stuff like that. Oh, perfect. It's great. You, Just, you knock off your junior footy at 8am, oh, get the kids in the car, go to the footy. Good time. Watch Good the Blues time get a dub. Like Blues are winning this, 100%. Oh, Blues, Blues, Blues for me as well. Um, GWS... Look, they've they've dropped off the last couple of weeks, haven't they? But uh, what I like about what Mark McVeigh has instilled in them is is you know take on the game a bit more and score. So you know hopefully that is the blueprint for the future of the Giants. But I've got to say though, the Giants, you, you look at their list and there's you know there's already whispers around the trade period. Tim Taranto does he leave GWS? That there's others potential on the move. Bobby Hill. You just think to yourself, like, is this a club on the slide? Like, what are they going to be next season? Are they going to go back to the draft and 
and rebuild some more? Or are they going to, you know, look at some of their players and their depth? Phil Davis looks unlikely to be there next year because of, you know, his continued injuries. So it'd be really interesting space, James. And that, that also opens up the debate for coaches, you know, like doesn't Alistair Clarkson look at that list and go, this is a list that can be regenerated quickly? Or is this, you know, we're going to have to go to the rebuild? Because traditionally someone like a Clarkson hasn't wanted to go to the draft and opted for older talent. So, yeah, sure. you know, will it be, you know, Ken Hinckley? Will they have a swap there? You know, it, it just, it all of these up. hypotheticals, it does open up quite a bit. But the one thing I loved during the week, the GWS uh, social media, they put out a post. We were talking about Retro Round at the start of our AFL chat. They put out a, they put out a post of Toby Green wearing his GWS Giants Guernsey from the early days. And we're like talking before he was drafted. When they played in the... In the blue NS- top. What yes. do they call it? Neefle. The Neefle. The Neefle, the Neefle. And it was like one of those very early yep, 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 jerseys. The, the GWS jumper that had the goals. Yeah. Oh, and the, the, God, <laughs> the half the half ball. throwback. Big throwback. So I'd love to see them wear that this week. But I don't. Th- I think that might clash with blue. The other blue. You know what? I think you might be right. I think I might be blue and blue, yeah. might blue and blue might clash. Don't know. Don't know. I know. Don't think we're going to be, be doing that. Hey. Uh... Blues, everyone. Blues. Everyone's going blues. Everyone's going blue. It's going to yeah. be pretty convincing, I think. Plus thirty. They won by thirty last time. I think this will be at, at least five goals, without a doubt. Uh, next game, one that we've got a bit of interest in: Collingwood Essendon. Three twenty at the G. Oh, this this is a big one. I'm uh, I'm very excited for this. Uh, Collingwood, obviously eight on the trot. Don's three on the trot. Both in very completely different positions on the ladder. Both in good form to an extent. Uh, I think Collingwood, you can talk about their good form more than Essendon. I think Essendon's has more just been... They've actually kicked into what their potential has been, I think. Uh, but, look, you've you got to play these teams on the merit. Uh, that, you know, on, on the Zach merit. Uh, <laughs> nice. Only three changes for both teams. Uh, Massimo D'Ambrosio goes in as James Stewart and Alex Waterman go in for the Dons and Taylor Adams, Tyler Brown and Isaac Quainor come in for the Pies. Big, big, big ins for them. Taylor Adams in particular, he's a he's massive, a absolute massive machine. In. But equally, Even Isaac Quainor. But yeah, absolutely. He had a he had. A, I think he kicked a running goal on Anzac Day as well, which um, we've all tried to forget. Uh, so he he's a he's a great contributor. Uh, Massimo D'Ambrosio, wow, what a great start to his career. Only played a couple of games, but already we're seeing from the Richmond VFL, he's got elite kicking skills, so I think off half-back, he's going to be a really great player for the future for Essendon if we yep. can keep him. So, yeah, this is going to be this is going to be a, a great game. You, you sort of, you look at the ladder positions, you're right, Jimmy, you know, 5th versus 14th, you don't necessarily think um, on paper it's, it's, you know, it's just going to be a simple tip, but... You know, you think about how well Essendon are playing at the moment. They've really reinvigorated their season, and they they haven't lost to um, a top eight side uh, since I think beating who was it Sydney. So they've they've been playing very well, or since St Kilda actually, should I say? So yep. they're looking they're looking in some serious form, and uh, yeah, this will be a cracker at the MCG on a Sunday afternoon. The stakes about this one is really: Do Essendon want to screw up Collingwood's finals hopes yes. or their double chance? Finishing the top that four, one hundred percent. That that would be the entire motivation of it, and that that's the extent because there's no stakes at all other than that. Look, what are you going to do, James? I got to go, Don's. You're going to go. You're going to mm, not not because bias, you know, but of, of course bias plays into it. Yeah, but I just think they're. It's you know what we haven't had a game that's just been an absolute upset. That's been wow yes. because Richmond Hawthorne. obviously yeah. 
Correct, yes. Hawthorne's win was yeah. definitely one. And I'd say we'd probably have two. Maybe you'd go North Melbourne and Richmond, but mm. Richmond yeah. don't have that much Gold stake Coast, in finals. Richmond. Yeah. Then, then again, Richmond have just fallen down. Uh, yeah, it, it would be interesting. <laughs> very, very interesting. Freo beating Melbourne. Well, Freo didn't beat Melbourne this year. Sydney so, did. You know, Freo, I, I can't remember. I think Sydney did. That would have been a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. necessarily an up to set, but it would have been a big deal. Either way, so, Essendon, Essendon could win this, and if they do... They're good at their upsets. Uh, it'll be considered an that's upset. That's kind of funny. It, it, it's yeah. so hard to believe that when West Coast were severely out of form, I'm and, so and it's excited. been the most part of this year, they, they actually bet Collingwood. So I think there is a blueprint to beating them, yeah. and I think Essendon will want to get some revenge for Anzac Day. We didn't play our best game that day, um, and Jack Ginnivan no, absolutely God, took Guinea. the piss. He Far out, absolutely Guinea. took the piss. And so... Yep. Um, we, we've seen the head-high tackles. We know all about that. And I think, you know, if, if Essendon want to get on top early, tackle him below where he puts his arm up. I know it's very difficult. He's got a low centre of gravity. Or just let him fall to the ground. Let him flop. And, you know, get stuck into him that way. But I think I think they probably can't focus too much on, on his input. But I'll tell you who they should focus on. Um, a young player called Nick Dacos. And... I know that Jai Caldwell He's has so been playing good. some some uh, negating roles of recent times, and and Essendon have been a bit of a club, particularly under John Roosevelt. They they didn't have a lot of run with roles, and when they did do it with Dylan Clark, they did exceptionally well. So, I would be looking for a player to run with Nick Dacos. It'd be a great experience for them to do it, and I think for Nick Dacos as well. Can can we actually if they don't this do it, player? Because because someone who can. I don't think no one's going to stop him. Like he's I'm being completely honest. So well. This kid's cracked. And he's like I said on Monday, he's making top four Brownlow for me. Without and, a doubt. And jo- look, I'd love to see Jared Corwell run with him uh, to, to some extent. But I don't know experienced player getting on him, but I reckon But I don't but I don't know if, if Cordwell can play that role either, because yeah. I, I think Dacos is playing a split, isn't he, between all different parts of the ground. So He's everywhere. He's Listen, everywhere. Because man. I'm not part of the predictions league that you guys at the sports guest sports desk do I'll just I'll just be biased I'll pick my club but yeah. I'm not confident at all okay fair enough not I'm, confident I'm, at all I'm, I'm, and if I was in a prediction league I'd be picking well. Collingwood I'm going, was... I'm going into it I'll be driving in the GB and like hey there's something in the air here yeah. I, I reckon we're going to win yeah. nah I don't feel it at all I'm tipping the Dons I'm tipping the Dons alright all three of us sports desk expect what did you expect? What's their CPR? Uh, and and we've, also, we've, we've also got another tip in from uh, one of my great colleagues from in the ballpark as well. Maxi, shout out to you. He's listening in uh, from Sunny Mooney Ponds. So he will be loving the Dons as well. And he reckons two metre Peter. He reckons he's going to have a big day as well, potentially playing on Darcy Moore or one of the other Imagine defenders. Imagine two metre Peter kicks like six. <laughs> I've actually... Oh, I'll love it. But I actually reckon he might. Right. Last game. Now, you said this is the big one. Last game. Yeah, the this big is, one. Th- this is a deciding, a big one a decisive as one, okay. far as results go, but I don't necessarily know if it'll live up to the height spectacle-wise. This, <laughs> this is more of a decider as into what I'm going to put in my zinger box, <laughs> whether it's going to be potato and gravy or coleslaw. That, that's, <laughs> that's how much this game means to me. It's a good uh, analogy, Jim. It's, hey, I'm not wrong, though. Uh, look... Do they recycle the gravy? Is that, is oh, that that's, true? That's I, I, a great. Do you know, you know, sometimes <laughs> when I forget to eat my eat that condiment, I, st- I stick it in the fridge, and then I just never end up eating it because it's kind of just like <laughs> right. Okay. Why? You know what? I just it's it'd be, be good for gluing paper together. Yeah, and it cardboard, be. wouldn't it? Be. It? <laughs> West Coast beast and Kilda, everybody. Yeah, okay, just just, yeah. just in case. Cost you're versus potato and gravy. <laughs> uh, look, 
<laughs> not many big, big ins for... Se- Seb Ross is in for... Uh, Seb, Seb Ross is a good in. Yeah, that, that's, a, that, that's a good... That's a name I remember. Uh, Zach Jones, I, I know that name. Paddy Wright, I know that name. Uh, Nasaya Wanganine Malera, is that Gavin Wanganine's oh, nephew? Nephew, I think, yeah. I think, but he's, he's got nothing on text, let's be real. No, but uh, they've, they've got... Um, they've, <laughs> they've got they're, they're three pretty big outs for the St Kilda, though. Yeah, big Paddy outs. Paddy Wright in particular, he's been a real barometer for them in recent years, not not necessarily the last couple of weeks, but Hunter Clark, he's a good in. Um, and, yeah, as you mentioned, Seb Ross. Tom Campbell. Do you remember Tom Campbell? He used to play for, for the Western Bulldogs. That's also one of my mates. Tom Campbell, that's one of my mates. Who, he, doesn't, he doesn't play for Tom you, Campbell but, is also but he's from just, BBC Radio Newcastle. God, so it's a common name. Mate, Tom Campbell. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Tom Campbell also had a... Or the Rutman, the Rutman for when I was doing career mode in AFL Live 2, uh, playing as the Williamstown Seagulls. How good are the AFL games? That could oh, be a whole great. different show. Oh, my God. I had I, one on the I Wii. I call AFL Live 2 <laughs> You just shake your wrist and you kick, you kick yeah. bananas from oh, just oh, random spots. All right. We're waffling on. All right, we are. Insanely, and I love it. But who are we tipping? Saints. Yeah. Interestingly enough, when I, when now I understand why James was talking about it having serious ramifications, because if St Kilda don't win this, well, then it opens things up for teams like Western Bulldogs. I'm going to go Eagles. I'm going to go Eagles. go Eagles, just for fun. I'm going to go mashed potato on grape. I'm going to go Saints. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> just, just because Brett Rutten might actually keep his job if they win this. Uh, I want to go. Uh, I'm going to go West Coast. Yeah, oh, I'm sticking with it. You're going to have one of those little wet wipes after it's yeah, exactly. the little, yeah, yeah, little towels. Yeah, nice. Uh, next song, we're going to play for you. A bit of Glass Animals. They came two on Hottest 100, funnily enough. Uh, right, rival media outlet. As, as we know it. Uh, also hosting Splendor in the Grass, so... Ah, uh, very nice. If you want to put, <laughs> the theme rolling. put on your radio stations that, uh, you know, <laughs> compare to the uh, events that they... Fire alarm and Splendor in the Grass theme today. Insane. It's All right, this is Gooey by Glass Animals. You're on the sports desk. I'm seeing. Gooey by Glass Animals. Gooey! Gooey. Uh, you're on the sports desk on the scene. Suey. Suey. Suey the gooey. Bit of Cristiano Ronaldo. Suey. Oh, uh, Fourth break. We'll Me curious fans. Bit, oh. <laughs> <laughs> bit of footy before the break. Bit Last two breaks. But bit of footy, 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 footy. Fussball. Yes. Uh, now we're moving on to the round game. McDonald tipping footy. Oh, my God. <laughs> you don't stop, do you? I don't. I'm oh, relentless. mate. We made it through a show without you saying pie floater. Oh! We did it. <laughs> we did it. I was thinking that. We did two Adelaide games and I didn't yes. say it. Who even are you? Oh, I don't feel like myself anymore, You literally anymore, put Jimmy. a post up last night I saying, did, saying oh, the pie floater. Everyone pie-fighter. Was, was on the edge of their seats Insane. waiting for me to say it. Didn't say it. We did it, boys. We did it. We, we got did through it. the show. Everyone listening, you hate it as much as me. Yes, Jason. But in saying all of that, because, yes. because Fire Alarm Gate, we are extending the show to half an hour. So, um, Jimmy. Don't you dare. Are you hungry? Don't you dare. Did you want a little snack? No. Nope, don't. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. I might have to tease it out for the rest of the show. Don't I mean, even tease it. Not no, even tease it. Don't even touch don't it. Don't even tease it. You know what? If he says something, right, if he just says it out of random... Well, I just... have the rope and the masking tape. Don't <laughs> worry. <laughs> <laughs> if, he, if he says something that, like, and, and it works, I respect it. I'm like, yeah, fair enough, all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But if it doesn't, like, a good I'll, I've got to call you out. That's a good pickup by you, Jimmy. Uh, moving on to the round ball, the uh, yes. the football of the... Uh, World game. The the soccer. The soccer? The soccer. The soccer. Soccer. Mike Safer. Australia Cup, which was dubbed the FFA Cup for the last God knows how many years. Uh, But since the Football Federation of Australia have turned into the 
Football Australia, uh, and the FA Cup already 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 exists in England. They've decided to call it the Australia Cup. Uh, we had the round of sixteen kick round of thirty two, sorry, kick off yesterday. Uh, all around Australia. Three Victorian teams uh, playing in that, actually, which is great. We had Bentley Greens, we had Oakley Cannons, and we had uh, Avondale. Hey. All located around uh, the great... uh, Great Northern? City of Melbourne. (laughs) Uh, I personally went to Bentley versus Broadmeadow Magic, and it's not Broadmeadows, actually. Funnily enough, don't get don't get your hopes up. It's not Broadmeadows. It's not the Brody Boys. Uh, it's actually Broadmeadows in Newcastle. Ah, uh, so it's about twenty five minutes away from the, the city centre of Newcastle. Lo- lovely area. It's got a Westfield actually, and that's all I can remember from it. Jimmy, it's very funny you, you quickly mentioned that about English towns and then Australian town equivalents. I've been to St Albans over in England, yeah. and it is the yeah. most beautiful place and the most <laughs> historical place ever. They've got Roman baths there. That's great. <laughs> I don't know if they have baths in general in Broadmeadows, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, oh, and we've, we've lost our Broadmeadows viewers. We've lost them. We've lost them. Auburn's listeners, actually. Exactly right. right. Shout out to them. Uh, yeah, I, I went over to Bentley, took the, took the track down to uh, the southeast, and I'll tell you what. It's one hell of a trek, isn't it? I bloody loved it. Yeah. That's just fantastic. Uh, Bentley are a Greek-affiliated club, and uh, got the old pup who's going... Bentley, Bentley, over near the bench. It was just fantastic. Uh, I'm going to give an in-depth review on this because if people know football and local football, they know that there's multiple facets of an experience when you go to one of these local matches. Now, atmosphere, I'm going to give it like a 5 out of 10 just because it it was another MPL club and it wasn't... It was Broadmeadow Magic who play in uh, MPL NSW and it wasn't a hyped-up match to an extent. You know, we had... We had Altona Magic fans, I'm pretty sure, um, supporting the Broadmeadow Magic fans because they're both, um, obviously, magic. Uh, <laughs> and, look, it was all right. Five out of ten atmosphere. Everyone was pretty uh, pretty hyped up because uh, the young keeper from... Uh, oh, I'm going blank here. Broadmeadow uh, sub- got subbed on in, in the early parts of the match due to the first keeper getting injured. Now... This kid, I reckon he'd be 19 or 20, put in one of the greatest goalkeeping performances I've ever seen in my life. No word of a lie. Insane. And this kid, as soon as the game finished, they lost 2-1, 117th minute winner uh, from Bentley. I loved it. It was just just the game, 10 out of 10. Like, for a local match like that, you you couldn't beat it. And the last facet of this is the food. Oh, Jimmy. Is the food. Now, tell me. When you think Greek, what do you think? Saganaki. And? Oh, Suvlaki. Yes. Suvlaki. Mate, the, the, the Suvlaki's there. Unfortunately, they're served in bread rolls just because of how, like, what is it? The, the demand of them and the demand of how many they need and whatnot. So they just go with the rolls. Dolmades? No. No. Only Suvlaki's. For the big matches, only have Suvlaki's. But I had a look, I had a look at the. Uh, I, I had a look at the menu. Because like they usually have on an NPL day menu, and it was great. That mm. meat trays they had, full like big souvlaki. They had everything. Had the saganaki. Had I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm impressed by this. But got a chicken souvlaki in a bread roll, stuffed with garlic sauce, oh. lettuce, tomato, oh. onion, everything. And you know what? It was just premium. As much as it was in a bread roll, it would have been a ten out of ten if it was in a uh, pita wrap, yeah, obvious yeah, course. Absolutely. But, mate, that thing slapped. 
I was, I literally, my mates were eating, I was eating it, and they're like, how is it, Jimmy? I'm like, oh, man, it's bussin'. Oh, it's so good, man. Watch it. It was so good. Can you hear that? Can you hear that, listeners? That's the sound of collective uh, stomachs rumbling. It was that's, just, that's how good it is. Wow. Watch it. Get some, uh, get some salty fries with you as well. Oh, and get a, uh, get a drink from the bar, mate. I tell you what. Oh. Uh, Jimmy, just quickly, and and I'll, I'll ask you as well, Jason. Are you a are you a chips in your savlaki kind of guy? No, nah. absolutely in, in no way, shape, or form. Are sadly, you oh, Jason, no, nah, I, I just nah. ordered chips. Hang on, Jeez, come on. But the best part is about Bentley. They put okay. the chips in the souvlaki as well, so you got no choice. I see. So it's not like you got to stuff the chips in to an already well formulated souvlaki wrap. It's got it's perfectly layered. <laughs> You're not going to have to stuff chips in there. They do it the first layer, and then they put the meat. So the chips so- soak up all the juices. See, that's that's the way to do you it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You've got to deep fry the chips for a little bit longer as well, so you get that crunchiness. Bit of extra crispiness. Yeah, that, 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 that makes sense. That's a good point, that's, that's though. Yeah, the crunchiness with the onion, mate. It's just, yeah. you know what? I love NPL clubs. I, I just love it. And with Oakley Cannons winning, and in my opinion, Oakley having the best of likeies in the NPL. Uh, <laughs> do they make good potato cakes? I haven't had one from any because that's a make or break with me. No, nah, they, they, they also need us. If you're going to have a good canteen, you need to serve good potato cakes but as well. The, in my but opinion. they can't, mate. When you've got six spits <laughs> full of lamb and chicken <laughs> on it, no, it's yeah, a good not wrong. I'm you, a simple man. I must admit, instantly shuts you up. You're like, oh my god, <laughs> these guys know what they're doing. Nope. Yep. Actually, yep. Okay. And oh, very fellow Melbourne Victory uh, extraordinaire uh, player. Ex-player scored 13 goals for Australia against American Samoa in their 31 nil win oh, back in uh, the early 2000s, that. and obviously okay, scored a ridiculous playing. amount of goals in uh, for Melbourne Victory. Even though I don't like him, he's a, he's a nice guy. After he retired, he's, he's been he's been a nice. He's a funny guy on TV. He can cook as well. Funnily enough, on uh, MasterChef. Oh, uh, I'm seeing a man of many talents here in front of us. No, nah, you know what? He's just he's good, right? He was behind the, he was behind the canteen. Put a Snapchat on my mates. Sent it out. He's behind the bar. Cutting up the souvlaki from the spit, putting it in the roll, serving it to people. That's a people's man for you. That's a people's man. And all over experience, I'm going to say eight and a half out of ten. That's, that's my in-depth and review. And he sealed that's it with a kiss. Yes, sealed exactly kiss, right. Absolutely. It was very well done. great night of football. Even what? though it took me 40 minutes to get there, I still... <laughs> actually, it took me an hour and a half to get there because the traffic in the city was terrible. Oh, look, with most of, with most of our, um, our media intern students, it takes them a lot longer to get out to Bandura and still, as you know, Jason, puts on a great show, great spectacle out there. So I think it's, it, it's a massive shout out to all community sport, isn't it? I mean, we, we know, we know that the, the Rex Al, is it the, the Rex, the Rex, the Reckling Cup, Cup as well, which the is really good. Um, yes. we're going to Jimmy get... wants to flatten everyone, mate. I'm going to absolutely steamroll. <laughs> I might come people. out of retirement he, he for wants, it. He wants to absolutely steamroll everyone. Submit an application to take part in that cup. Mate, I, I, will, I will come yeah, out of retirement. You guys are very Again, keen for it. I will, I'm stating it. I will steamroll every single person <laughs> on that pitch. The only awkward thing is, is that it was, um, it was sport versus music, and I do, I dabble in a bit of both. So yes. if I hadn't met You'd Jimmy in the last few weeks, I would have been completely flattened by that physique. You would be. Now, you would now, be. now you don't get flattened. Uh, no, so I've actually saved my <laughs> bacon a little bit here. He's a man of mercy. Sports desk. I'm just going to run you through a few results. Obviously, yes. Avondale beat uh, Mindel Aces up in the Northern Territory. They played at Northern Territory Football Stadium. And this is a crazy stat for you. Mm. The youngest ever player to make his debut in the Australia Cup happened last night. Well, 14 it? years oh. old. Wow. Goodness me. 14 years old. Obviously, when you're down 5-0, you kind of be like, hey, just... 
come on and have a bit of fun. Uh, they won <laughs> six nil against Mindelaces, and then Oakley Cannons went up to Bonnie Rig White Eagles. Serbian club up in Queensland or New South Wales. I can't remember. It's either one of them. Uh, I could be completely wrong. It could be in South Australia, Western Australia. Uh, Australia. I'm just going to say Australia. Uh, lost to Oakley 5 0. So Oakley could do get that second chance at a uh, deeper run in the cup. Obviously, uh, Bentley beat Robin and Magic 2 1. And Mulberry Jets beat uh, Armadale Soccer Club 5 2 as well. So quite a few chunks of games already getting done. We've got weekend's fixtures this week. We've got a massive game in Melbourne next week. Heidelberg United, old NSL champions, taking on Brisbane Raw. We've oh, got ex-Premier wow. League striker Charlie Austin in their team. He made his debut against the Villa in uh, in Brisbane the other night. So Gee. a lot of football going on in the Australian side of football. But then in the pre-season of the Premier League and the Bundesliga and whatnot. We've had quite a few results and seasons and pre-season tournaments going on. Uh, Liverpool slapped uh, RB Leipzig 5-0, Nunes getting four goals and Mo Salah getting a goal. That was in America. A lot of teams were in America, actually. Uh, Club America losing 2-1 to Manchester United. Manchester United. Manchester City. Kevin De Bruyne getting a brace there. Arsenal beating Orlando City 3-1. Get this. Mm. Charlotte Football Club beating Chelsea 5-3 on penalties. What? Get that. An MLS club beating Chelsea, former Champions League winners, on penalties. Uh, But then Bayern Munich just get the job done and show them how really Champions League winners go about it and beat DC (laughs) United 6-2. all their goal scorers. Matthias De Ligt in his debut for the club off from Ajax scoring a goal. Kawasaki Fontale uh, lost to PSG 2-1. PSG unveiling their brand new kit, their away kit. You oh fan, my Jimmy? lord. Oof. Stunning. Oof. And then a couple of days ago, uh, ex-Arsenal player, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang's side, Barcelona, belted uh, into Miami 6-0. So, look... There it is. There it is. That, that that's the world game for you. There's that's, some wraparound. That's, you know, it's just it's just a brief. Jimmy, wrap Jimmy, I got a, I got a few for you as well. Go for um, it. Your good friend, um, who you've posed with many a photo with, uh, Sam Kerr. Uh, she has won the ESPY award for the third time in her career. The ESPY. The ESPY. The ESPY. Well, I, I didn't want to. I didn't. I, I didn't want to give a direct shout out <laughs> to the St Kilda ESPY, but you know, very nice place. Uh, great, Saturday great afternoon. Uh, Red Cordials, Jimmy. Yep, um, but yes, SB Award for the third time in her career. She's enjoyed, as we know, an outstanding season with Chelsea in the WSL. Katie Ledecky in the same SB Award tonight won Best Athlete in the Women's Sport. So, How did she win it? Surely she's a performance in Tokyo, probably. Come on. Well, I mean, she she is a pretty outstanding swimmer. But at the same time, you're right. I think it was almost neck for neck, wasn't it, with um, with with our lady Ariane? So yeah, maybe a bit stiff there. But um, but maybe maybe the SB have had a bit too many at the SB for that one. (laughs) Um, but yes, very very good for that. And again, Sam Kerr's in some serious form as well. You know, she's the first women to grace the global cover of the latest EA Sports uh, FIFA franchise. So it's it's the last ever FIFA as well. Because they're losing the rights to the name oh, FIFA next wow, year. Jimmy. I think it's going to be called like EAFC or something like that. Oh, so wow. if you're a FIFA fan, this is the one to get. This is the one to get. Because this is the one to store in mate, the almanac. 100%. 100%. Put it in the vault. 
Buried underground. Mate, funnily enough, I've been collecting Lemonated. FIFAs, and I've been playing FIFA since FIFA 07. Wow. Which came out in 2006. Also, shout yeah. out to people who collect AFL footy records. I've got all the grand final records from, two, from I think, since 2005. So, okay. But hasn't been in one. I've got one. I, I have uh, collected... Essendon hasn't been in one. So, like, why are you collecting like, them? I know. I, know, I don't even have a 2000 one. Really. I don't have a 2000 oh, one. I, I love the I've grand got, final. Got, Essendon do feature in, like, you know, you know the season reviews? Yes. And they have... I mean, they, they have the... They have the right out of, of of all the bad things that happened in those seasons, but they also have each round, and then there's a highlight from each round. And if you're a and, yep. if you're a big footy fan, you go through those and you go, oh, Anzac Day, this is where Job dominated, or this is where Paddy yeah. Ryder dominated, Zaharakis, so, you know, Zaharakis. So you go through and you you know you tick the boxes. So so it's got a bit for every team. Which have is a look good. through at the end of the record and you see where your team placed this year, and there's a little column it's, about their end of year performance, that kind of thing. Yeah, oh, 2000, really? 2005 till now. Does That's that correct. Yeah, 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 they do that. They also they do, they right. do a little column on the retirees that year. They have some special features. They got some good stories. Cool. There's more than meets the eye. There's more than meets the eye. It's a Michael, really good record. Final series comes around. We'll bring in our collections. We will. We'll bring let's, in a few. Let's do it. Let's You've do it. You've got 2005 till now. Till now. I yep. collected from 2007 to last year, but I am missing 2018 and 2020. Uh, oh, I've got two Whenever I'm overseas, Jimmy, I always get someone to buy it for 2018, me. 2018, yeah, I, 2018, I'm a little bit stroppy about because I think I might have told myself to stop after 2017, no, but right, you know, 2018 right, is regarded as one of the greatest of all time since 1989. But I'm when kind the of gl- Toast Eagles won that one. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't mind the idea of not having the 2021 because I did just, you know, COVID and Richmond yeah. Geelong. But, but now but you can buy t- records from just, you know, your regular news, uh, news agency, yeah, so you don't even have to go to the games. So website. I, got the AF- I went to the AFL website to get uh, Melbourne Western Bulldogs last year, and I actually gifted one of them off to a mate of mine who was a Melbourne supporter. Very, very so good. Just fun. before we get to a song as well, the European Women's Championships are happening at the moment. Oh, so the Euros are so good. How good are they, Jimmy? So Georgia Stanway, how about her goal in the deciding overtime, six minute of the overtime to be exact, sending the England Lionesses into a semi-final against Spain after producing a stunning goal, as we mentioned. Is so it come home. Is it, is it coming is home? Is it coming home? That's the big know. question. I well, not. I reckon one thing standing in their way could be Germany. They defeated Austria, not for the first time in history, 2-0, and Sweden will play Belgium today, and France will play the Netherlands. So England will face the winner of Sweden and Belgium on the 26th of July, Jimmy, to answer your question there, and Germany will face either France or Netherlands on July the 22nd. So, 27th, should I say. So, big news there for the England Lionesses and... Potentially, the coming home chant might come back. I hope not. And I hope, I hope, Pi, not, and I hope Pi, Pi Floater doesn't get uh, mentioned <laughs> in the rest of the show because we've been doing quite well. We've been doing quite uh, well. Now, look, this is one of my favourite bands, obviously. They, unfortunately, have uh, taken an indefinite break, Maker Road. They were supposed to play at Splendour, but obviously not anymore. Uh, thank God they didn't because they wouldn't have liked the mud. Uh, this is this is Daiquiri from their Brody Street album. You're on the sports desk on Sunday. Daiquiris. Oh my god! You know what? I am absolutely devastated that you guys disbanded because I was at the last ever Melbourne concert with my mates, and it was one of the best concerts I've ever been to because it was at the Nightcap, little little small little yes, venue. Yes, mate, it was just so good. How good! And I'm devastated that they're not together anymore because I wanted more of that. Uh, and Daiquiri is one. Daiquiri is one of my favourite songs as well. That's Funnily so enough, this, this is a random fact. Yes. Uh, the way that they created their name, I don't know if you know this, but they all moved into a house together, and there was a random street sign on the floor, <laughs> and it had Mako Road on it. So, like, that's the band name, Mako Road. Unbelievable. Wow. Yeah, how crazy. Um, another fun fact about about signs, and, and stealing signs more specifically, uh, Abbey Road... 
uh, yeah. little band called the Beatles. I don't know if you've heard of them. No, um, sorry, no. Little little band from Liverpool they gotcha. are, and I think they're going to make it one day. Really? Anyway, oh, Abbey <laughs> well. Abbey Road at Abbey Road. So one of their one of their pretty well known songs. Apparently, there there are people all the time stealing the Abbey Road sign. Um, because it's just so popular. Actually, no, 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 wait a minute. It's it's Penny Lane. Sorry, I, I got Penny my facts Lane. wrong. Penny. The Penny true. Lane sign. They steal the sign regularly. So one day, the guy who comes and replaces the sign, he he's pulling he's pulling out the sign and he's putting it there. And there's a big bunch of people just waiting around. And they say, "Look, mate, have you got a couple of extras in the back of your van? Because you know, as soon as you leave, we're going to steal the sign." And the guy just nods his head and he gives out about ten no Penny way. Lane signs That's to everyone crazy. waiting around. So there you go. I love that. There you go. That's so, so good. If, you, if you're in England, go to Penny Lane. Go to Penny grab Lane. Grab yourself a sign. Get yourself a street sign. Don't do it illegally, though. Ask, oh, of course, ask, of course. Ask the, ask the lovely the gentleman guy. first. Make sure he's replacing it. I reckon his name's like Dave or something. <laughs> or like Jeremy. Jeremy. I'll be so honest. let's go to Jeremy. our sports desk correspondent in the UK and we'll get an answer, please. Yeah, please. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll name's need, Jeremy, we'll, mate. We'll need a bigger budget for that, I think. Yeah, we'll right. Right. A little bit. Okay. Okay. Um, well, that's our show. That is our show. We've got a couple of quick headlines before we before we wrap it all up. Yep. Uh, Tali McGrath had a fantastic game in the women's cricket in the 2020. She won Player of the Match. Uh, her batting average is through the roof at 247, if you don't mind. She's only been dismissed once. Uh, this is Australia's second straight win. Uh, their other match was rained off. This is in the Tri-Nations 2020 series. Uh, they lead the table on 10 points. They have Pakistan to play. Uh, and uh, Ireland are also in their division. They are yet to win a game. So these are a couple of the preparations in the lead-up to the Commonwealth Games, gentlemen. So that happens. That starts in Birmingham. Of course, our England correspondent will be there as well. Yep. Uh, we're looking forward to that. Also staying on cricket, a um, couple of big names revealed for the Big Bash draft uh, from yeah. Afghanistan. Of course, Rashid Khan, the spin oh, king. Yes. He's in. Yes, Kwaz Ahmed as well from Nambia. David Weiss, we know he likes to hit a big ball. New Zealand, Colin Munro continues. And South Africa, Faf Dupl. And Riley Rousseau, gosh, he returns back to the international ranks. Good to see him back. And we love the West Indians, don't we, Jimmy? We love uh, Dwayne Bravo, Kieran Pollard, Sheldon Cottrell, and Ravi Rampal. There's another right. old name returning to the fray. Uh, there are a couple of the big names so far coming through for the big... Big Bash League. I was about to say Big V League for a moment there. Um, so they will return. Talking about the Big V, uh, the Redbacks play this weekend against Melbourne University. If they continue to win the men's side, they will book a historic place in the final series. Talking about community sport there, Jimmy. Right, win. Lots happening Melbourne in the Uni. Big V. Melbourne and they're all my major headlines, Jimmy boy. Well, Melbourne Uni are a bunch of pretenders, so they're going to win. <laughs> Up the Redbacks. Up the Redbacks. We love it. Boys, right. it's been is a pleasure. That it? Is that it? I think so. Unless, an, unless another foreign Commonwealth- alarm happens. Looking forward to talking Commonwealth Games with you once yes. they hit. So the Commonwealth Games talk. desk. That's what, that's what we're going to call it. Absolutely. Looking forward to having a pie floater this weekend as well, John. Oh, you had nah. <laughs> Just as we were wrapping up. Oh, <laughs> Go on in there, boys. Go on in there. That was brewing, wasn't it? Thank you. That Was that, was that brewing up there? It was, it was, it was brewing. brewing. It was brewing. Come it was brewing. on. I was mashing the peas in my head. Far out, It's been done. Every time, Jimmy. The mashed potato and the sauce. No, no, the gravy. Oh, yeah. We'll be seeing you again. You know what? You know what? I feel like this has <laughs> been so ingrained into our show that we need to go to Adelaide one day and we actually, actually try have one. To have one. We have one of our co-hosts in Adelaide right now. Yes. Living it up. Yeah, we he do, is. We he do, is. We do, we oh, do. Mate. Oh. It, it's hence why you've joined us here today, James, oh, here on a Friday. But it'll be... At least we'll be looking forward to seeing you again on God Monday to wrap up everything we just talked about today. Pie floaters, I swear to yeah, God. Yeah, pie floaters. <laughs>
Oh, all right. Well, now I've got to recharge and restart my day because that's just... What on, Michael? We'll see you again on Monday, Jimmy. It's been a pleasure, boys. Shout out to everyone listening. Thank you, and have a wonderful, wonderful weekend, everybody. Have a good weekend. See you later.